BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Hey, welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast, recording this live after the Kings' season opening win in Salt Lake City against the Utah Jazz. The Kings went to Utah tonight. Dropped 130 points and beat the Jazz 130 to 114. They're not starting 0-4 this year. They are now 1-0 as they get ready for a big home opening matchup against the Golden State Warriors on Friday night. We have a lot to go over. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. Morgan, it's good to have basketball back. So excited. I love that basketball is back. I love that Kings basketball is back. We had to watch some other games last night, and it just made me crave a little bit more Kings basketball. Seeing how everything was going to kind of come together because we watched so much preseason. I feel like we've, I mean, preseason, training camp, everything. Like, we've just been in it. We've been at every practice, everything. So it was nice to finally have that first regular season game. I think one of the things I was really looking forward to watching tonight was like, all right, how are the Kings going to play defensively? You know, Mike Brown, we were at practice yesterday. And at the end of practice, he was ripping the team a little bit. We could kind of hear it. He was not happy about how they performed defensively in the scrimmage. They put a random time on the clock, and they were kind of going back and forth, but no one was playing defense. And Mm -mm. Mike Brown did not like that. And after, he was asked about those comments to the team, and he made the point pretty crystal clear. He's like, we are not finishing 25th or 26th in defensive rating. Like, we're not. That was a big statement to me, and they've been talking about playing physical all of camp, and we've seen like bits and pieces of it during the preseason, some encouraging signs. So tonight, I was looking forward to seeing how were they going to compete defensively. What did you notice from them on that side of the ball in this game? I felt like that tone was set right away in this game, right? Like you never, you didn't feel like, like, oh, they came out flat. I mean, how many years... 
of Kings basketball have you been able to say that? Like, oh, where's the effort? Where the... We saw a shift last season. And then to see it right away in the first regular season game was really nice. And I thought it was interesting because once they did set that tone with physicality and um, just being up in guys, you noticed that the jazz started to bring that a little bit more in the second half. And I know we'll get to that, but I, but again, it was the Kings starting yeah. off, right? Setting the tone with being physical, being the tougher team. And I loved it. They felt a lot in that first half. And that was that's one area you just have to improve, right? Defend without fouling. Utah shot 20 free throws in the first half, but they only shot 11 in the second half. So Sacramento did improve a bit there. But I'm with you. I just felt like they were playing physical. There were still mistakes, but it wasn't as glaring as it has been over the years, and especially last year for the Kings. It seemed like the communication was good. Rotations were good. I know Matt talked to, to you about this, too. You guys were talking about this throughout the game is – the multiple efforts. Yeah. There are some times tonight where you're like, oh, no, this looks like it's going to be a mess. And they recovered. Even there, there was one possession, I want to say, in the first half where the defense was scrambling like crazy. Utah still scored, but the effort was completely there. And if the Kings are going to take a jump defensively, going from 24th to maybe average, that's what's got to happen. They didn't allow many straight-line drives tonight. There were, again... Herder had some mistakes out there defensively oh, for sure. Back doors. Some some transition mistakes a couple of times, but it wasn't nearly what it was like last year. And I felt like that was super encouraging, especially for game one. Yeah, I think you saw plays too, like when there were breakdowns, like we just mentioned, the second effort. Uh Malik Monk, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Keegan. Someone got lost and someone uh, was coming down the left lane with the Utah Jazz and Malik Monk recovered by just sprinting over and contesting a shot. making, And then they finish it off with uh, getting the rebound and going the other way. But it was just that effort from Malik Monk, even though he wasn't in the right place on the floor. And that's what was nice about it. Even when you see guys get blown by or not in the right place, there was the effort to still make sure that they were contesting the shot, disrupting the play, doing something else. And I love seeing that because every possession matters. Sabonis, so, uh, so I was going to actually guy. say Keegan, but Sabonis had a nice block tonight too. I thought he had some nice defensive yes. moments. Keegan had some really good defensive moments. Even early in the game, got switched out on Markinen. Stayed with him on the perimeter and contested. Markinen missed. He blocked Collins a couple of times. Dude, the way that Sabonis stayed vertical and just still gets up in guys, I feel like he we're going to see him get better and better. And I think it's so interesting, too, when the narrative around Sabonis being your big and what he lacks defensively, it's never talked about what he's capable of doing. It's, it, people always go like, oh, he holds his own out there like he's just out there <laughs> because he's good at offense. And it's like, no, he still disrupts. He's an anchor. He talks. He um, is a can still protect the paint and protect the rim, maybe not with a whole bunch of block shots, but by contesting shots, altering shots, doing so many other things. And I just sometimes think that gets lost in whatever narrative people try to push out there. I thought he had a pretty good game too. I Especially agree. against, you know, the size that Utah has. And we've seen Sabonis struggle with some of these matchups, especially with bigger front lines at times. And Walker Kessler 
is a really talented big, right? Talented yeah. in his second year. Sabonis got the best of him tonight. He had 22 points. He had 12 rebounds, five assists. He also had a steal, and he was credited with two blocks. And Keegan had two blocks. So I love what I saw from Sabonis. And I felt like he got off to kind of a slow star inside, but he, he recovered well, and I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, great to see. Again, I mean, he... Gets a double-double effortlessly. That's just, that's his bit. And when he's not getting that double-double, everyone's like worried what's wrong with his game. Or sometimes he gets the double-double even in a bad game. So it's nice to see that he started off with that type of stat line. De'Aaron did not have a great shooting game at all. <clears throat> he was 6 of 18 in this game. Finished with 18 points, 6 assists. He had 5 rebounds. Um, but I thought defensively he was fantastic in this mm. game. And my God, we, we did a whole like film breakdown on De'Aaron and yeah. what we've seen from him defensively, especially in the preseason, it carried over into game one. I mean, he is playing with a different level of physicality. Now his on ball defense is so much better. And I feel like he's even handling mismatches. Well, where guys seemingly have a size advantage and he doesn't back away. He's doing a great job with deflections trying to strip the ball. He got called for fouls a couple of times on him. Dude, but it was that aggressiveness that I love to see from him. He's so handsy, so active with his hands. And his ability, again, even if he's not blowing up screens, the way that he can navigate over it uh, because he's quick, because he can recover. And when he does recover, he's so active. And he's not just standing up. He's uh, quick on his feet. Stay in and now when he is quick on his feet, it, he's showing his jersey. He's like giving them his chest and they have to, it takes them a while longer to try and back down because again, his effort is completely there in all aspects of his defense. I know it's one game what? and we need to see like 20 games of this type of defense from Sacramento. But based on what you saw tonight, could you look at that and go, oh, maybe they can be kind of an average defensive team. It depends on what your definition of average My is. Average for me is in the middle. Uh, Can you be close to 15th in defensive rating this year? 15th. You're 24 last year. They were eighth on the road in defensive rating. The, the, I think realistically, I'm going, I'm just going to be like rational here. And I'm going to be like, no, like that's, that's, yeah. that's just really hard to do. Um, statistically, every, everything, especially when you didn't, add a whole bunch of defensive players to be like, wow, these are the guys that are going to really make the defense take that next step. If they got in the teens, if they got 19, if they were like 19 and 19 is too close to 20, but, it, I mean, can, but that's 17? it. That's, Give me 17. Nope. You're being irrational. That's irrational. I, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. Okay. I think, all the stuff I've talked about, look, they're still they're still going to have limitations based on just personnel. Mm -hmm. But they look like they are in a spot where they trust each other more. The communications there, yeah, and the physicality was there. I, I mean, it just so that that's what excites me. Really, what it comes down to, yeah, I just want the Kings' defense to make the offense work a little extra. And I know that's their goal. Is like, okay, can we? have them get into their offense a few seconds later. And I like even tonight, Clarkson hit some amazing shots. Yeah. He hit one three when it seemed like the the Jazz were maybe making a slight run in the fourth quarter. Uh -huh. 
Fox couldn't have played any better. Right. But you made him work for it. And that's what I want. Expand some in- energy out there. Make it harder for them. That's all I, I can ask for. And don't give me, don't give up middle. Don't give up straight line drives. Contest. Play hard. Foul. There let's are, go. There are, as we all know, better teams in the Western sure. Conference than the Utah Jazz. Yes, I, you yeah. know, I'm just comparing. And, and not to take away from what the Kings did defensively tonight. Because, again, that effort alone, when you don't have the best individual defenders, when you can give that type of effort and build off of that, your team defense is going to just get better and better. It's going to grow together. But, yeah, they're going to play a lot tougher teams, and their defense is going to break down differently. Yeah. Um, you know, there's going to be teams with more, even more lob threats. And you look at this squad, and they had some big guys. There's going to be teams that um, are just like, you know, killer from the outside. Yeah. It's going to really mess with the Kings defense. And duh, no shit. All of this is going to happen. But I guess my point is, I just can't sit here and make the and, and claim any of these other sure. numbers after one game. That's fair. That's fair. Thanks. Kevin Herter tonight <laughs> was someone we were keeping an eye on too. Um, he was in the starting lineup. Chris Duarte ended up playing tonight, and he had some good moments. We'll talk about him too. Uh-huh. Uh, Herter, I actually thought early on he had some. Decent defensive moments. Like, he had to defend Clarkson a little bit, and he wasn't getting blown by. He had some lapses um, with rotations. There was one in transition. He and Sabonis had a miscommunication, and Collins got an easy jam out of it in transition. Mike Brown instantly called a timeout. Yeah. He was not happy about it. Um, there's some bad rotations. I felt like he got caught watching the ball a few times, and those are the ones that bug me most. Yeah. Because... You already have some disadvantages just athletically when you're you're guarding guys. Mm-hmm. You got to be locked in. Can't get caught watching the ball. No, and, and like you you look at what he was capable of doing on the defensive end last year. Like we saw his flaws, but you look at what he was doing when it came to deflections and just being a smart defender. And I feel like now because there is more depth, there's this magnifying glass like we're just staring at him through it and and like it's every single defensive possession it's like oh 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 that was oh that was good that was good and i think sometimes we're hyper focused on that and i think he's hyper focused on it just go play your game just play your game and i he missed a ton of shots early i kind of like that mike brown went you know what i'm going back to him and Agreed. Because they don't they they don't want to get to a point where they have to like bury Herter on the bench because they know what he can do yes. offensively and they know he can be a better defender than he's been. Also Espe- sorry, when people are saying like what he can do offensively, I think everyone always goes, He can shoot threes, he can shoot threes. It's like you guys he started to do something different last year with his movement off ball and just all his two-man game and the DHOs with Sabonis at the high post. Like All these little things created so much attention that it allowed even other players to do more on the offensive end. I just, I just want to state that because I think Kevin Herter is just identified as shooter, shooter, shooter. That is what he does. And it's no, he actually does do a lot more. Yeah. I mean, even when the three is not going, he has shown the, in the past, he can hit that mid range shot. He actually had a big offensive rebound put back tonight. Oh yeah. The jazz were making a little bit of a run too. So it was up and down for him for sure. Mm-hmm. And I just, 
I hope he can knock down some shots and kind of get out of his own head. You know? Yeah. Just, just go play. I'm just with you. Just go play. I'm with you. What other things jumped out to you? Oh, how about, again, this is on us. We started talking about defense, but the guy who won the defensive player of the game changed yes. today, Harrison Barnes. Mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Just know Harrison Barnes is going to get a call from the league tomorrow. He's getting drug tested. 100%. How many times? (laughs) Guys have a game like this. They're getting drug tested. He had 27 points at halftime on 10 of 11 shooting. 27 points at the half. And what I loved about Harrison early in this game, it wasn't just one of those nights where he was knocking down threes. He did that. No, this guy set the tone by attacking them with physicality on offense. He was going hard to the rim. He had a nasty dunk tonight. He played physical. Mm. I loved his approach tonight. He played aggressive. And then he got some good looks from downtown. That I, was awesome. I asked him after the game, um, I'm, I like, you know, what did it feel like being in that type of zone? You know, you looked 22 years old out there. And that's what he did. He looked, he looked young, confident, um, like a leader, like all of the above. And I think it was because of the way that he was playing so aggressively. He finished with 33 points, 11 of 16 shooting, five of seven from three, six of six from the free throw line. It was open, but he passes up, goes to the corner where Barnes is wide open. And Harrison adds to his amazing first half total. He's got 27 points. He's a perfect five for five from downtown. An unbelievable game. That's the G-man, Gary Gerald, who is in his 39th year as voice of the Sacramento Kings. Crazy. Yeah. I loved how Harrison played. Of course, you know, if you look, I saw messages in Discord and on social. I just wish Harrison could play like this every night. I'm going, you you want 33 a night from Harrison Barnes? But Uh, I think what you like in these situations is like, yeah, come out aggressive. I want mm -hmm. you attacking. And He's definitely got strength. You could tell he's feeling good, yeah. rested from the offseason. It was just cool to see him have a big game. And not his biggest opening night. Jason Ross had an interesting stat, Morgan. What? There's one player who, who has the most points on opening night in King's history. In King's history? Chris Webber. Harrison Barnes. Really? 36 points, actually, two years ago against the Blazers. Wow. And that's his career high. That's his career high. Wow. He's an opening night kind of guy. I love it. Set the tone early. Start the season off right. I dig that vibe. Yeah. I loved how efficient he was. He was fantastic. And, you know, a part of me, too, kind of loves, like, HB does seemingly get a lot of shit from fans. So much shit. Just a steady pro. I just like him yep. a lot. And yep. so I was just happy for his first game to be a big game. Yeah. there's It's so fun. He's the person that people go to when there's losses or things are bad. And don't get me wrong. Like, he has his moments. But he, he's human. And, like, so do a lot of players in this league. And then there's other players who are just consistently good throughout a season. I get that. But Every single player is not going to be that. I love what Harrison Barnes adds every single season with his veteran leadership and obviously having some games like this early on in a season. Morgan, we started night chat late tonight. Yeah, we did. As we're talking right now, it's after 11 p.m. Pacific time. Damn. 800 plus people watching us live. Chat, do me a favor. Hit that thumbs up. Give me a hell yeah. Make sure you're subscribed. Let me talk to you.
Let's get to some of these comments, including EB Time Traveler saying Barnes doing work. Excuse me. Barnes doing his break glass in emergency move of getting to the line is so clutch. I love how the chat was just bouncing around there. My bad. But yeah, there was another play where it felt like the Kings just need a bucket in that third quarter when it looked like the Jazz were making a bit of a run. Yeah. Got to Harrison Barnes. Went down, attacked, scored, bucket. Well, Bar- Barnes had, what, one point in that third quarter? So he comes out of the half Okay, after... maybe it was the fourth quarter I was thinking about. Or may- uh, okay, I think it was... It, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure... It, yeah. It wasn't... It was... It, whatever. He didn't have a big third quarter sure. when it came to scoring. And I was like, oh, man, okay, this is how the rest of the game is going to go. And it's like, no, he still had his moments and then ended up finishing with six more points uh in that second half and yeah i i just i love to see it for him what was your moment of the night oh you already know you are i love that you asked that and you know you want to hear the moment yes. of the night oh, it was just absolutely spectacular here's a fox steal got a breakaway coming up for sacramento chased by dunn drops it to monk hammer time thrown down by malik monk that's as good as it gets for Sacramento in transition. Fox with the steal. His former Wildcat collegiate teammate at the University of Kentucky, Malik Monk, with a big-time hammer to make it 102-82. Biggest lead of the ballgame. Oh. G-Man called it a big-time hammer. Hammer. Are you kidding me? Dude, that when, was beautiful. When he went up for it, I'm like, oh, he's just going to get fouled. And he completed it. I jumped up. Yep. Chris Dunn got destroyed. And then he did a little John in Chris Dunn's face. A little. I love that. Talk. Loved. I love that the refs didn't do anything. Didn't blow the whistle. Thank Let you. them Thank play. You. Let them play basketball. And you know what I loved? It got a little competitive spirit out of Utah. It got chippy after that. Hell it got a little yeah. physical. Hell I mean, yeah. they, they were bumping each other a lot in oh. that second half. Oh, and I, yeah. I felt like it was right after that play. It made me a little nervous because I'm like, oh, is this going to spark Utah? But Sacramento just kept pushing, and I, I loved it. The Kings did a great job tonight, too. I felt like pushing the pace and getting to early offense, and I thought that was key against this front line. Yeah, Collins and, and Walker Kessler and Markin, and they're long. Even someone like THG, tremendous wingspan. Mm. But you know what I want to do against these guys? Get them out in space. Yep. Run, because then they're, doing, they're in cross matches. They can't get set. Get your early offense going. I thought Sacramento did a great job of that. And they did a great job, too, at dealing with the Utah Jazz zone. I'm sorry. I'm jumping around everywhere. It's opening night. I'm fired up. The Malik Monk dunk was disgusting. Oh, you're back to that. I'm back to that. We need to give that some more love. Malik is disgusting with that. I saw a quote from Mike Brown today. I think it was from All the Smoke. He said if uh, Malik Monk was 6'7", he'd be an all-NBA player. Damn. Because he's got that much talent. Oh, my God. Well, he has that much talent. He has the swag. He has the mentality. Like, I, I love what we've seen from Malik Monk, especially what he adds off the bench, um, bringing just a different type of vibe, a different type of energy. But... That dunk alone in that moment, mm. the Kentucky connection, we all love to see it. And it was just absolutely beautiful. And the fact that he got to finish it, the fact that everyone got a great call out of it, I love it. The bench reaction was amazing. Keegan had the biggest smile I've ever seen. Uh, I didn't seen even him see out. that. I saw yes. J- JaVel McGee's reaction, which cracked me up. And then the next play down, he blocked the shit. 
dude. Yeah, that was yeah, amazing. That was that was nice too. Yeah, there were some big moments. Like you felt that exciting basketball. Like you got this. Um, I don't know. There was just this this dude, he, the way he elevated and joy. Cock, cock that back. Yes, yes. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> believe that he actually finished it. You know, because I think it was last night that GP two tried to do that. And it was like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you know, that's not even going to like, there's no chance. It's trying, you're trying to be cute. And when Malik was trying to do that, I was like, what is he doing? Oh my God. He knew exactly what he was doing. Matt Barnes got up out of his seat and like hurt himself. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, Matt's getting old. Oh, What's happening? God, yeah. So that was great to see something that you had just mentioned. Cause then you started going into the Kings offense a little bit. Yeah. And I do want to mention, cause you talked about the Utah jazz throwing that zone at them. By the way, that zone is foul as F like yeah, it is ugly. Well, work on I, it. I jazz. I feel like Hardy stayed in it too long. I could score on that <laughs> freaking zone. Well, you know what though? The the Kings saw some of that zone last year, and I know it was kind of different. They had they had different personnel too. Conley was you know still there at at that point, but the Kings when when they got surprised by zones last yeah. year, it looked like they had no idea what to do. And the first couple possessions, it was shaky. I felt like I, I just Herder took a bad three, and then Keegan missed a three. It, I wanted to see a little more attacking, and they did a good job. Even when they weren't getting paint touches, sometimes it was just a little bit of a dribble drive or a move just to get the defense to shift. They rotated the ball well. If anything, one of my big critiques tonight from Sacramento is I just wish they would have been a little more effective in the paint. I think they just, that's the final points in the paint, 64 for Utah, 48 for Sacramento. Uh, they were 24 of 42. Utah, Utah, by the way, was 32 of 55. And so although that number is high, 62, excuse me, 64 points for Utah, I did, again, feel like the effort was better there defensively. But going back to the zone, the Kings showed way better patience. Yep. And I felt like last year it sped them up and they took just settled for bad shots. It's like, no, no, let's just run our Here's shit. Cool. We've got high IQ players. Yep. We've got shooting. We have guys who can move off ball. Oh, and by the way, we've got Sabonis, who's a good passer. Like this should not be break a problem. it down. Break Even it down. Fox early oh. weaving in and out of that, getting right Dude. in the paint, little fall away jumper. Well, there was moments when like they would pass it in to Domas. Domas would make a little move. Harrison Barnes in the dunker spot, cutting on over, getting a little reverse layup. I was like, <clears throat> this is how you break the zone and make it look super easy as well. Um, Yes, it's not always going to be like that, but I mean, you had got you had some long Utah Jazz guys in there, and you're still capable of getting this done on them again. First game for the Utah Jazz as well, so they're still trying to get things together. We'll see what they look like 20 games in. One of my other favorite plays of the game involved What's Malik that? Monk, where he what? threw a lob that McGee had to oh. go back and reach. Monk driving sets up an alley oop. Oh, big throw down from JaVale McGee. Oh, my goodness. McGee had some nice moments in this game. Oh. Some good finishes. Yes, I think. There's one he had. I was looking at my hand like this. Like, ooh, JaVel. You were doing that? Yeah. I actually, well, I swear to God I was. <laughs> I was fired up because I, you I'm know, part of me was like, oh, no, is he forcing this? And no, he had a nice touch the around the basket. Hook, like, Beautiful. So tonight. old school. And I was like, no, no. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Yes. Yep. You can do that. Please do that. Um, yeah, it was it was great to see because I think we kept talking about what we thought he was going to 
add to this King squad with, with not really being sure, obviously because of his time in Dallas, like you, he just 35, 36 years old now. What's that going to look spot. like? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then, or he didn't have like a, a consistent spot with them and they were just a mess. And, and yeah, as he keeps aging, like, what are you going to see with him? You would see these bad moments throughout the years, like these oopsie moments. And I feel like he's matured his game. He slowed down his game. He'll still have some of those moments, but there's so much of it. That's just like, has calmed down. Yeah. I thought the yeah. bench had some nice moments tonight. They, yeah. I think they ended up with 35 points. Maybe it's more than that. Uh, 35 points. Was bench it? points. Yeah. Okay. Good Good math, Deuce. Good math. Uh, JaVel McGee had eight of those on four of four shooting. Chris, Chris Duarte ended up playing just under 15 minutes tonight. Let's talk about it. He had some nice threes, too. Oh, yeah. In that zone. Just, hey, I, I'm not. It wasn't catch and shoot. Is no, I got the ball. I'm going to make a little move here. I'm going to get my shot off. He shot it with confidence. I thought he had some nice defensive moments. A couple breakdowns, too. But I, I like what Duarte brought. What stood out to you? Yeah, um, I think the, the shot making with Chris Duarte, because we already know what what he can bring on the defensive end, um, staying in front of guys, moving, athleticism, smart player, all those things. But then on the offensive end, when he started making, just making those outside shots and they looked, he looked confident yep. when he was shooting those shots. You know, uh, you go back to that first preseason game with the Kings and everyone's like, Oh, fire Monty. Get rid of Chris Duarte. Oh. Okay. No one said fire Monty. I'm sure there was some... no one. But I will say this. After Duarte's first game, people were definitely like, this guy sucks. Yeah. Huh? How's he even on the team? It was just, it was too much for me. I'm always like, can we just give it time? And even after this first game, I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting this in his 15 minutes off the bench. Obviously, he's uh, coming back from being banged up and yeah. everything too. So yeah, it was it was nice seeing him contribute on the offensive end. Yeah, he knocked down three of four from downtown. Monk, by the way, had 10 points. He had seven dimes. Did not shoot the ball well, but I thought he did a good job setting up his teammates. Davion Mitchell off the bench tonight was scoreless in his under 14 minutes of action but again i felt like he did a good job being physical defensively and he had four times i in was those times and yeah. i think davion i mean obviously i want him to score more but the kings have a lot of scoring and, uh, here's what i do want i want him to look to be decisive and set up his teammates uh -huh. too and he's doing a much better job of that in the preseason and then even tonight. So that was good to see. Yeah. In a small amount of time being able to do that. And obviously we've seen what he can do defensively, but I think it is going to be important to contribute on, on, on the offensive end because Harrison Barnes isn't going to have these 33 point sure. nights every sure. night. But then again, you had guys like Darren Fox who only <laughs> had 18 points. That's the thing last year. Think about all the players who scored 30 or more for Sacramento, mm -hmm. right? I don't know if we can name all of them off the top of our head, but we can try. Okay, Fox, go. Sabonis, Keegan, Herter, Monk, TD. Wow. And who's the other one? Is there another one? Yeah, I think there were seven. I think there were seven last year. Not Trey, right? No. Did Trey get no, a 30 point no, no, game? No. Man? no, no, so, no help no. us out in the chat. Who was the seventh? Was there seven? I don't know. Um, Either way, they've got a lot of guys who can so many so many players who can can score for them, and that's a good good obviously a good thing to have. Um, Trey Lyles did not play tonight. He did not play. Still dealing with the calf strain, so Sasha got some runs. Sasha Bazenkov in his first NBA game. I love that. That's how you put it. What Trey didn't play tonight, so Sasha got some run. I 
Well, I think Trey might be ahead of him, I, but may, here's the most thing. Most likely. I thought Sasha had some nice minutes tonight. Agreed. Even defensively. I mean, his team yeah. defense, he had a couple of deflections. He rotated well. There's still going to be pro Like, again, I feel like you have to grade on the curve. We all acknowledge that he's not going to be great defensively, especially sure. in some one-on-one -on -one matchups. They're going to target him. Yeah, guys are going to get targeted. But are you going to be able to recover? There's sometimes he did recover. He had a couple of deflections. I think he was credited with two steals in this game tonight. He was. He ends up with eight points in 15 and a half minutes. Not hesitating for the most part with this three. I like My one that. criticism. What's your one, one criticism? criticism? There's a couple times he. If you're open, Sasha, shoot it. I, you're open. I want you. That's kind of your job. Yeah. But and there's one. He he thought about it. He went for a bad pass. It was a turnover. But then he pushed hard to deflect oh, yeah. it. Got the ball back, and that ended up being a king score. Yeah. No, I I'm with you. I think I think he needs to have that mindset for himself and if like again if he's not because here's why when he doesn't hesitate and when he has those opportunities you're open just shoot it it it's in rhythm it's all in one like that is the that is when he is shooting at his best right all in one motion his flow and when he hesitates it takes away from that it's like not coming from the base it's like his his form is already kind of funky to me so i'm always like very interested with how quick and and it goes in but i'm so with you take the damn shot that is what you're out there for and if someone closes out on you he's a smart enough player he knows make the quick pass boom back door he might not be the quickest guy but he's long enough and is quick enough to still get that back door and get enough space and be like all right who's who's gonna pass it to me who's the good passer out here his release is insane it's so it's so strange. fast it's strange i i need it's like if the ball is in his hands for more than three tenths of a second his hands will disintegrate and then he won't have hands anymore and then he'll and never he can't be ever able shoot. to shoot the so ball you have, again no it's insane though ah! it's like ah! why do you i used to have so, so fast i played with a teammate that would shoot like this yeah. like two hands like bang and that shit would always go in and I'm I'm talking about like yeah. in high school, like she was she was she was a baller, and I I never understood how someone could be considered a baller that shot with two hands. And if you look at his shot, just tell me if you think he's using his offhand to push, and it's like it's just weird. I can't yeah, even explain it. And we'll do a whole breakdown video effective. of every single exactly. part breaking down his form. We did not see Colby Jones until the very end of that of the yeah. game tonight, and. I, Again, this is what we were talking about before the season. What's he? What's the rotation going to look like? Well, you knew he wanted to play Duarte, like that was going, and he uh -huh. was back tonight. So Duarte got the minutes, and it's. I think it's going to be a tough thing for Colby maybe early in the season to get some run, but Here, again, it's it's also the standards of the defense too. If he feels like a guy is not bringing it, he'll he'll go to someone else. Do you think there is going to be a world? where not that Mike Brown goes like, let's go to Colby before Davion. But the only reason why I, I even present I think, this yeah. is because of what we heard in the preseason of being like, Colby's giving me some problems. He's giving me some yeah. things to think about. And I don't know. I, I don't. You can only know. play so many guys. So, but I think he'll work Breaking his way his... into the rotation for sure. Yeah. So Kings end up shooting 46% of the night. 
They took 51 three-pointers. They took a lot of threes during the preseason. That carried over to game one, 19 of 51 from three. At halftime, they were 13 of 28. So they were not as effective in the second half shooting from downtown. But I got to be honest, I felt like they got good looks. I felt like they got pretty good looks. Yeah, I didn't. I I was... Like Keegan missed some really nice looks. He did. And I didn't want them to settle when that zone was being thrown at them because it's very important to keep a zone like true and not be like, all right, you altered our whole game. We're just going to shoot a whole bunch of threes. And sure, you might knock some down, but at the same time, like then they're also going to change up what they do. So yeah, I, I, I'm glad that the, the attacking kept going. That is very important, especially when they're not making those shots. We have a lot more to get to on the podcast tonight we have some other topics to get to and we have to look ahead to king's warriors but we have to give some love to some new sponsors let's go look we're a small business trying to grow so we always look for partners that make sense that have ties with sacramento and do we have some new ones this year so major love to our presenting sponsor each and every one of our night chats throughout the nba season presented by our friends over at northwest exteriors If you're looking to get windows, don't play around, okay? Mm -hmm. Go with the best. They all have people who have been working there for 20 years. They don't have to have subcontractors. New windows in this studio have made a world of difference, Morgan. Deuce, we've already had listeners reach out saying that they have reached out to Northwest because they are also excited about getting their windows done. And I'm so glad that that's happening because... I truly am not only saying this because it's been like, you know, kind of cold, kind of hot and everything, but this room, this room is usually like never normal. And I feel like for the first time ever, it is normal since it's had new windows. It has noise canceling as the beautiful aesthetically, all the damn things that you need in windows. And sure, it might seem intimidating being like, oh my gosh, can I afford it? Can I do this? reach out to them, get a free quote. Yeah, we actually had one of our listeners just go get a quote recently. Mm-hmm. Also, you can go to their showroom in Rancho Cordova. All the windows on display there. You can open them up. You can try them, see what you like, what makes sense for you. Life-changing. You're going to save money in the long run. And oh, by the way, right now, zero interest up to 18 months, a ooh. great deal. Uh, you got to check out Northwest Exteriors. Because they're simply Shipping the best. best. Trust Northwest. I love it. We're not done, Morgan. Oh, oh, what else, Deuce? When you think of people who have been in the community a long time, you think of Deuce and Mo, of course. Oh, is that? But you also think of our next presenting sponsor. And we encourage you guys, if you support us, support them. Sharif Jewelers is here, baby! I am so excited to partner with Sharif Jewelers. I always am like, "You you guys just... Everyone knows your name. Everyone knows what you're about. And for me, like, I knew what Sharif Jewelers was about, but I went to Sharif Jewelers, and oh my God, they do everything when it comes to jewelry. It's not like, oh, hey, go go get an engagement ring. Go do this. No, no, no. Go get a beautiful watch, a statement piece. Go get your hoops from there that aren't going to, like, ruin your ears. Oh, you have broken jewelry? They fix it in-house. Yeah, they don't I'm send so they don't send it to LA to get fixed. It's all done in-house. And yes. the best part, locally owned business. They've been around forever. Since the early 80s, 
You go to any one of their stores, there's going to be a member of the Sharif oh, yeah. family there. Also, they're huge Kings fans. So they're awesome people. If you're looking to get some awesome jewelry with great customer service, you get custom pieces too, check out Sharif Jewelers. I'm going to be showing off some of the pieces that I'm getting. Oh, dude, they clown me for this uh, Apple watch. Uh, uh, well, and I mean, it makes sense. And then when you tried on a different watch, you were like, oh, yeah, I get why I should be trying on different watches when I'm wearing suits, yeah. when I want to actually look professional. So it doesn't matter. Man, woman, go to Sharif Jewelers. Check it out for yourself. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together there's all these different papers there's all these different forms what do you do you listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast yeah because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business how about for some time off after an nba season even that sounds amazing so you know what you need to do listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app future you will thank you Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Appreciate all your guys' support of the Deuce and Mo podcast. If you're watching us live, hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed. We appreciate you guys. All right, Morgan Reagan. That's my name. Final thoughts on what you saw from Kings Jazz. Was there any other notes that we should get to? I'm busting out my fun notes. You know, I always bust out my Excel sheet that yeah, I have what, notes what's on. Yeah, what's your fun notes? What's your Excel sheet? Oh, I noted this. Huh. Second quarter. Uh, Keegan Moreno, we talked a bit about his stats tonight and some of his nice defensive moments, but he had a great move on John Collins on off the dribble tonight. He went right, he went left. Woo! Finish left and one on Collins in the second quarter. I love seeing it. It's what we talk about with Keegan. We're trying to see the areas of growth. Last year, he was obviously tremendous, right? Yeah. Like he hit 206 threes, an NBA rookie record, all NBA team. 60% of his shots came from catch and shoot opportunities, though, right? So, what was he going to do to expand his game? We all heard about what he was doing, working with Fox all summer long. And now you're starting to see, oh, wait. He added more to his game. He's being more aggressive uh, with his takes. 
He, had, he tried to dunk tonight. He got blocked by Walker Kessler, but I it wasn't a soft because he went soft. Yes. He went hard to the hoop and got blocked by a good shot blocker. But I love seeing that aggressiveness. I saw that from him tonight. I want to keep seeing that from him. I love the fact that he even launched nine threes tonight. I love it. I, I, I Just like you said, being aggressive, making sure that he's doing the right things and doing it consistently. We saw it happen right when we saw it happen in a... Not Summer League, but yeah, California, California Classic. Yeah. yeah, it was like, okay, but will this translate? Then when you saw a little bit more of it in the preseason. It's like, okay, there's a real deal. And now you're seeing it just start off the season in the regular season. You're seeing him put the ball on the floor, still be aggressive. I like that this is going to be his identity going into this year. I want the aggressiveness. I want the rebounding to continue. Mm -hmm. Eight rebounds for him tonight. Stay crafty. He looks stronger. Yeah. He's playing more physical. I'm excited. I am so excited about what he can be this year. And, I really am. And I know that him and De'Aaron have a little dunk competition going on. We heard him talk about it at yeah. practice the other day, just saying, like, we're going to see who has the better dunk. Right now, Malik is just killing them oh, in yeah. that category. I, mean, I don't think it, they're. That's going to be Good luck beating like, that. I know he's not in your competition, but he's on your team. So it's like, oh, how are you going to do this? Man. Um, let's see here. David Lee in the chest says Keegan got some tough man boards in the fourth. Exactly. They weren't just like falling into his lap lap. He went and got one yep. or got him. And I remember one early, he went to try to get in some bonus, ripped it from him. Uh, Sato says when Keegan learns from HB, how to get to the free throw line four to five times a game, it's over for you. Blanks. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It was, um, it was encouraging to see. So that was my other big takeaway from my notes tonight. I'm scrolling through. Yeah, I'm trying to think, too, if if the because our least favorite thing is if we ever miss. something. Oh, I get so pissed at it. He gets so mad where I'm like, oh, man, I mean, we're on every day. Like, we're definitely going to hit on it. Talk about it. And that's the other thing, too. These are I mean, it's live. It's basically instant reaction after these games. And then when you get to watch some film the next day, like we're starting to do after a lot of these preseason games, just it it hits different. Absolutely. Um, Morgan, I think it's time we get to our player of the game. (gasps) Yes. Shout out. This is exciting, too. Yes, of course. Our player of the game. We're going to do every single game. Our presenting sponsor. Rock and Soul Diner in Sacramento. Ooh, Morgan, ooh. our player of the game tonight, Harrison Barnes, duh. 33 points on 11 of 16 shooting, 5 of 7 from 3, 6 of 6 from the free throw line. I mean, th- there's no other candidate, right? It's Harrison Barnes. It's Her- Harrison Barnes is our Rock and Soul player of the game. And it's not he just... He played like a rock ooh. and had soul. I like that. I, is that that's actually I don't know I just no, came it, up with that hey it could work it could work no truly not only because of obviously uh what he was doing on the offensive end but like we said really setting that tone being efficient with his game super exciting also if you're looking for a great place to go make sure you guys check out rock and soul diner we are going to make sure that we do some sort of fun lunch there sometime here during the season we can all meet up there it's such a cool place super close to the arena so you can go there pre-game or on fridays and saturdays you can go there post-game yeah rock and soul diner at the corner of 10th and s street in sacramento just six blocks from golden one center the best part breakfast all day you know uh, what i love morgan breakfast, breakfast for, for dinner. dinner breakfast for dinner 
That's a song I've been singing for years. I don't I, know why. I love breakfast for dinner. Who doesn't love breakfast? Okay, people wait. are like brunch. No, breakfast for dinner. Give me. I'll make some pancakes at seven o'clock oh at night. Oh my god. No, I'm going to Rock and Soul Diner in Sacramento. Hash and brown me up. Oh, let's go. <laughs> we appreciate their support of the Deuce and Mo Podcast. Harrison Barnes, a Rock and Soul Soul Diner player of the game. Morgan. Next up for the Sacramento Kings, mm -hmm. the Golden State Warriors. We have been waiting for this moment for a long time. Draymond Green will not play in that game, will not be making his debut. He did not play in the Warriors' home opener, a loss to the Phoenix Suns uh, last night. But uh, it doesn't get any bigger than this game. Your home opener is always exciting. Sure. Your home opener when you're good feels even better. Your home opener against a team you just played in the playoffs and lost in seven games. Oh, by the way, they're 90 minutes away from you in San Francisco. Dude, the emotions are going to be insane. And it's a Friday night. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, all of those things factor in. And I mean, we could talk about what the crowd's going to be like. We saw what and how the Kings played defense uh, in that series, especially on their home floor, where I think you look at last year as a whole, and it was like, why was their defense shittier on their home floor, right? But we saw it pick up. We saw the growth, and I think we saw more of that growth tonight or that, like, kind of picking off from where uh, – picking up from where they left off. And I think it's going to be a really fun game. I think what we saw from them, not only in the preseason, seeing how competitive it could be, but watching the Warriors the other night and being like, okay, if you have Steph Curry on your team, you have a chance no matter what. And I'm sure that they turn it on another level because there's a different type of, it's, I'm not going to call it a rivalry yet, they but there's a different, it. yeah. They thrive off the yes. energy in the building. I think a lot of teams, when they come to Gold One Center, they thrive off of it. And there's going to be extra energy in that building because that, that's a rivalry right yeah. now. And yeah. Oh, it's I a rivalry? Be, yeah, I'd oh. say it's a rivalry. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm not tired. Morgan, again, you, Sabonis had his oh my God, what? chest stomped on. There's issues. There's jawing. It was a seven-game emotional series. You have all geographical rivals. You got the Bay Area against Sacramento. Like, yes, it's a rivalry. Both teams are good. Okay. Embrace it. Okay. It's it's not like the Hornets coming to town. Does this game well, have extra meaning? No shit. Yes, it absolutely this is does. The, this is their rival. Do you guys agree with that? I, I see some people saying it's a rivalry at this point. Um yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it, a lot of people are saying it's a someone's calling me a hater. No, some people. <laughs> some people even said back in the day, Kings Lakers wasn't a rivalry because oh. the lake the Lakers always won. How is it a rivalry? It's I like, mean, okay. it, it it was a rivalry. See, Nick, we not a rivalry. We haven't won. Sorry. Um, but like, I, see, I'm not like I'm not to Nick's point, but I'm also not to the other point. I think it's fair to have a discussion and communicate. Yeah. It, and again. A rivalry can be a subjective way to define something, right? It, it's like, depends on how you look at it. And from the outside where I'm standing, I think sometimes I get afraid to be like, it's a rivalry and try to push that and force that narrative. But you're right. Like all the feelings that I feel like, I know I cover the team, but when I like 
look back and I go, when I saw that Warriors logo tonight, when we were heading into our yeah. Toyota you drive ahead, it. my blood was boiling. Yeah. And I think that, yes, that's leading into the direction of me being able to get to the point of saying it's a rivalry. I hope we get there. Also, I just need to put a disclaimer on what just happened. Um, I've seen a couple of comments now. There's some people who watch us live and we love you. And yeah, we love them. Right? What happened? I love everyone. Why? People get a little sensitive when we go at it. Sometimes they're like, "Hey, are you guys okay with each other? Are you guys fighting?" Look, oh my we, god, we what? we hang out a lot. We do podcasts a lot together. We have every job together. So like, we're gonna go at it sometimes. And it's, but it's all love. We it's love. And by the way, by <laughs> we the love way, each other. We, we do a podcast. We wouldn't do the whole like you know when it's like annoying bad energy yeah, yeah. where everyone just like their bit is to like debate and go at each other blah and they hate it it's like we're just ourselves like whenever even with the rivalry conversation <laughs> it's not like no one hates each other here we just feel strongly about our points and then we communicate to get to a point shout out to jesse by the way back to rivalry that disclaimer is over the definition noun competition for the same objective or for superiority in the same field Okay. It's in an intense rivalry. That clap too. felt a little Thank aggressive you. toward me. Also, we got to give some love to Luis Garcia, who donated a super chat. Thank you. 10 bucks first time he's done that. Appreciate you. Give me a hell yeah. It's, it you is so a sedge. I appreciate it. Oh, that's it. so cool that it, it says know, that. It was his first time. Oh. Thank you. When you said that, I was like, how do you know that? It That's a really up, cool yeah. feature. Thank um, you. And all the people hanging out with us, thank you so much. We appreciate everyone's support and helping us grow this channel. Um, anyway, the Warriors. Kings, Warriors, obviously the emotions. But now you've got some new cast members. Of course, the Kings yeah. have some new faces. And the Warriors have a new face in Chris Paul. Dario Saric. I did not know until last night yeah. is, is D Dario Sharich. Sharich? Sharich. 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 It's like an S-H. I, I said it was Sarich forever. It's Sharich. And yeah, I thought it was just S-A, Sarich. But Sarge. I mean, you just say Sharich. I'm having a tough time with that. It's okay. We'll get anyway, it. Anyway, so some new faces. We watched their game last night. Yeah. They did not shoot the ball well at all. Clay was mm. really bad. Andrew Wiggins... Didn't even oh close God. the game in a close game. He was really ineffective. And the Warriors lost to the Suns. It was still a close game, despite the fact that they did not shoot the sure. ball well. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just look at this Warriors team and I'm like, they just they look old. You know, they played, they even played Corey Joseph for a stretch. That did not that look was good weird. last night. I mean, I expect them to bring their A game stuff. You like you said, can carry any team. He's ridiculous. Can't we know count this. Him out. Um, but I don't know. I, I think that, that I think there's going to be maybe some early season struggles in the adjustment of playing with Chris Paul and clay just kind of looks out of whack to me. Clay, my opinion, I have such great respect for him because I think he is one of the best shooters ever agreed. His injury history is just brutal. And for him to come back in the fashion he has, like I will always respect him. And I just did his vibe, like great energy. Cool guy. I just think he is making a transition in his career that he's not realizing needs to happen. And it's just like, maybe just take better shots. You're, you're not that same type of shooter sure. in my mind anymore. And I think there's a lot of nights you see him. It's like, oh, there's six of 18. There's five of 20 from Clay again. And I just think his, sh his shot selection at times can be a lot better. And I don't know. I just, 
He's, it's, he's been it's through tough, a lot. So. It's tough too because you go like shooter, shoot, and like that's always been his identity. Shooter, shooter. I mean, he's in incredible form, incredible mechanics, like all of the above. It's art. It's beautiful from his mid range shot to his um, three point shot. But you're right. There comes a time where people have to adjust their game. It's not even like, oh, you're in a new role. Like we, whenever we talked about Russell Westbrook, it was like he just wasn't changing into a new role and understanding how much better he could be in a different position where someone like Clay Thompson still has so much to offer in his role, but by adjusting it, he could be yeah. so much more effective with this team. And I know like in the chat, D Scott was mentioning that Clay starts slow. Um, yeah. And he's had, again, shooters are going to go through stretches like that. Yeah. Not surprised. Um, I just think golden state, and Kerr is going to have to find the balance. And this is something I think he does struggle with as a coach is finding the right combinations of youth out there, especially with this team. Look, Steph, as great as he is, what, how old is he now? 34, 35. Yeah. You know, Chris Paul pushing 40, right? Yeah. So you have a lot of older guys. And I think that's where it's on someone like Andrew Wiggins, like who's kind of that, in between where he's not as old as them, but he's not as young as like Kaminga and Moody, he's got to play at a higher level. You know, uh, they need more from Kaminga. And I think he showed flashes late in that game. Even Moody has shown some signs. I just don't think they play those two specifically enough and they have to trust them a little bit because if they can get the reps and get into a rhythm it's going to take pressure off clay where he doesn't feel the need to jack up a ton of shots and just be more efficient out there. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a, a lot of things that they need to change, but at the same time, they still have some um, quality pieces and they have a great coach. And I think that they'll be able to do a lot with that. Charles Barkley says they're cooked. Charles, I, I mentioned that. I mentioned that to Matt Barnes tonight too. I was like, what Charles Barkley said that they're cooked. You know, he's like he basically said the same thing. Like, I have a hard time counting out anyone that has Steph Curry. And I'm like, yep, yep. That guy, freak of nature. Freak. What is he? Not human. Sean says starting CP3 is a bad idea. CP3 plays slower. Yeah, and I think it, it is. Uh, you know they're kind of, they're they're playing him the first few minutes and then they're staggering it putting him back out there with the bench but you know it's also hard to judge golden state of course one it's one game but it's also like they're playing without Draymond so mm -hmm. what's that look like for them when they've got you know his edge back and what he can do defensively but i think for the kings like yeah without Draymond there that's a good thing this yeah. is a golden state team like jordan Poole, even though he wasn't a threat especially during that playoff run, he was an explosive scorer yep. for Sacramento. It's what they did in the playoffs that I think they got to continue even more. So in this game, push the pace, 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 pace. You got to play fast. I thought they did a good job pushing the pace tonight against Utah. I, they, they have to do the same against golden state. Yeah. I'm with you or early offense, just making sure that you're running your floor. You saw a lot of these guys just running their lane, doing the right thing, but also making trying to get those stops early on whether it was with a deflection or a steal or whatever at the top of the key so then you are creating so much more in transition you just you see you see that that mindset shift and understanding like wow this could really be a big part of our offense if we really pick up our defense 
You see the king's schedule coming up here? Have you? I, I know you're. You don't like look too far ahead. No. You understand? So they got the Warriors Friday night, Lakers Sunday, the Lakers Sunday, and then Wednesday in San Francisco against the Warriors. So annoying. <laughs> so get Warrior, the Warriors two of like, the next three games. Already sick of playing the Warriors. It's insane. Like it's just annoying. Oh, my man. blood boils so easily. I and I don't like that either. Like I got to keep my cool. I hate when i feel this way when it comes to sports hate well i just want to see a king's team that plays physical against the warriors and i thought they had some good moments in the playoff series playing that way yeah um i want to see that carry over get chippy but but like stay cool but stay cool you know be the team that stays cool get chippy and then back up (laughs) okay let chris paul pull this shit do what you gotta do uh as some of you guys might know we do have a discord server and i put it in the chat um so you could join it you could chat with other kings fans but we also take calls on night chat in our discord in the night chat voice section um and of course one of our ogs is there waiting to chat with us let's welcome him in first time in the regular season coach nick is here what's up nick hi Dusimo. what's hi, up dude nick. Why not win tonight? Why, Why not, not win, win tonight? tonight? I like it. I love that chant. What else you got? Kid, you did a fire the laser thing. Hold on. What about you doing fire the laser? We have it here. I'm going to play it now. <laughs> fire the laser. How do you like yes. that? Yes. <laughs> fire the laser. Good job, Nick. You're so good like at it. The- like okay. that, why not? Like, like the beam. Okay, okay. we said like that, Nick. All right, Nick, Nick, I, I, I love the chance. I love you coming in fired up, but I need your breakdown of what you saw. The Kings have better defense tonight. They have won tonight. The Kings have came on top to win tonight. Wow, what a win. Why not win tonight? <laughs> okay. Why not why not play Friday? Why not go beat the Warriors? Oh, I Why love that, not? Nick. The home opener, the stupid Warriors coming to town. See, Nick's got We need pumped. revenge. Um, Nick, you mentioned the defense. What did you like about the Kings' defense tonight? The, the Kings' defense was pretty good. Yeah, that's that fair. The Kings, the Kings played really well. Okay, Nick, let me ask you this. Let's say Coach Brown invites you to talk to the team tomorrow. Mm. And he's like, I need you to get them fired up to play the Golden State Warriors. Ooh. Tell me, what is your message for this team? My message team is saying, no, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep going. Keep playing like keep playing the what you're playing. You know, keep going. Can you you gotta mean- keep you gotta keep doing better. You gotta keep doing it. Let's oh. just keep let's keep this up. Oh, hey, hey, Nick. This one is, of the players yeah, I'm, is here. I'm um, one of the players here. Um, Good job. My name is Sasha. Stay, stay on your man. Oh. Guard your guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just wondering. Like, I, I I hear you. I understand your message. I was just wondering if you can get me a little amped up. Like, I want to be fired up as I run through the tunnel. Like, can is, can you really Give fire him a me pep up? Talk. Yeah. I think that we need to play. Defense. Okay. Let's play a little bit more. Mike Brown yeah. knows what he's doing. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks, Nick. I lo- All right, Nick. Any other go, things? Go oh. get him. And now, Deuce, you should buy me a pizza at the at the Kings game. You should buy him a pizza at the Kings game. You heard it here first. Why not buy me a Why, why not? not buy me a pizza? He got more pumped up about yeah. buying him pizza than he did as a coach. <sighs> Nick, Nick, we'll see you at the game on Friday. 
I'm all, I don't have any tickets for Friday. Okay. Do you have any tickets? No. We'll see you Friday. Somehow. I, I You'll, you always sleep find dreams. tickets. Sleep, sleep, dreams. sleep beams. Sleep beams. All right, Nick. All right, Nick. <laughs> He's at every single game. Do not let him fool you. Yes, but uh, yeah, I, yes, you're right. He is at every <laughs> single game for the most part. Yes. <laughs> He's at a lot of them. Um, uh, the, the funny thing you mentioned, though. What? I totally forgot this. Oh. You see my you see my list here? I do. On I... my awesome postcard. This wow. has, this has some notes on it, which reminds me of hey, we got a, uh, some sponsors to get to. And also at the bottom it says <gasps> Oh. Kings oh. Warriors tickets? Oh, you have tickets? I've got two Ooh. tickets to opening night. Ooh. Kings Warriors. Yeah, they're upper level, but they're in the building. Are you kidding me? That's great. We got some high maintenance people in our chat. Really? So I, yeah, yeah. So Morgan. Yeah. How do we decide this? Do we just pick a? Should I just scroll through the ch- chat and pick a random person? That's right. Re- we can ask people. Like we can connect it to Sharif Jewelers and be like, "What's your favorite diamond cut?" And whoever has like the best. <laughs> no. Uh, what's your favorite breakfast meal? <laughs> What's your favorite type of window? <laughs> oh. uh, I love it. I love it. Oh, some people are saying they'll be in Vegas. I think I think we need to do like a first person or not first person, but first one that we see. I don't know. How about this? Yeah, yeah. How about we do a little throwback? What's okay? A throwback of Someone suggests a player, and we play an old-fashioned game. Wait, and you have to make sure you're able to go, because we do not want to deal yeah, with yeah, the yeah. thing where it's sure. like, I want them, but I can't go. Obviously, be, be from the area. You can yeah, go yeah. to the game, so the winner of this. Uh, I was thinking about we play a whole an old-fashioned game Okay, who he played for, which is simple. Okay. Someone submits a player's name, and I tell you all the teams he played for. Okay. And the winner will be on the name we pick. So whoever suggests the name that you pick will be the winner of the ticket. Got so it. Bring a good one. And I'll I'll close this. I don't want any okay, type good, of good, good. Yeah, uh, yeah. things. I'm not looking. So you suggest a name. All Morgan's right. going to pick the name that is suggested in the chat. I can't see the chat now. I'll even back away if you, if, if you want. And so she's going to know the name. And then she is going to rattle off. All the teams of that team that start dropping them. Right. And yeah, then yeah. I have to name the player. Right. Yeah. Or wait, or is it the other way around? No, no, no. <laughs> I name the player and you name okay. all the teams. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's a different way to play. So yes, I, I don't have anything in front of me. So, okay. 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 Um, let me see this one really quick. Let me see if it's a long. And if she picks your name in the chat, just DM me on Twitter or go to deuceandmo.com, click on contact, this is such and let us know. A hard way of doing it, but we will try. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Ah. I'm the basketball mind. You could throw a name at me. I'm gonna tell you where this, this player played. Okay. Okay. So set it up, Morgan. I'm gonna set this up, but I'm gonna say the person's name first. Yeah. Just so I don't forget. So Andrew. Shout out, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. I repeat, Andrew, that said Christian Wood. 
Christian Wood. Andrew, I see you. I'm not. Le- I'm going to need you to go to deuceandmo.com, <laughs> click on contact, and give me more information. Yeah, yeah. And don't, yeah, just do it. You now. got it. Okay, so Christian Wood is who he played for. Who he played As for. As you guys know, I'm the basketball mind. Okay. I don't need help on this. I can tell you exactly where Christian Wood spent his entire career. Okay. Are you guys ready? Milwaukee. Wait, what? No. Christian Wood? No. He, he played in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played yes. in Milwaukee. Again, Wait. Do, do not go at the basketball mind. Yeah. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Shut he, up. He yes. played with the Bucks. Okay. He played in New Orleans. Okay. He played in Detroit. He played in Houston. Okay. He played in Dallas. Uh-huh. And now he's a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. You're missing one. I know. Okay. I wasn't done. Wait, so you said, let's write them down. Yeah. Milwaukee, Uh New Orleans, Uh Detroit, Uh Houston, Yes. Dallas, Yes. and L.A., the Lakers. Okay. You're, okay. Do you want me to tell you how many you're missing or no? No. Okay. I didn't think I was missing (laughs) any. I love this. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> wow. People are still saying that's still impressive. Milwaukee. Again, the rule on this is I get about 90%. I'm the basketball mind. The I know rule. this stuff. That's a rule. rule. I already won. I already won. Okay. I already won. Andrew won two tickets You're, to the game, too. And Andrew, you won tickets to the game. Okay. Congratulations. He played with the Bucks, and I can t- I can tell you when he played with the Bucks, this is just helping me out, okay? Yeah, the Bucks. Dude. Giannis was like, ah, oh, he had a lot of talent. We shouldn't have caught him. Then he went to New Orleans. He played really well for New Orleans, too. I remember he played well against the Kings in New Orleans. He played for the Pistons. There's a stop in between that? God, the, the problem is some of these 10-day guys. And I, I'm visualizing, you know he didn't play in Miami. <laughs> we can tell you that. Um, didn't play on the West Coast, any other West Coast teams. I'm eliminating the West Coast, okay? I have a map in front of me. Sacramento's eliminated. All of the L.A. teams, of course, except for the Lakers. Uh, Portland's eliminated for sure. Uh-huh. Utah's eliminated. Throw them out, okay? I'm going to the teams in Texas. I mentioned Dallas and Houston. I don't remember. I love that I just let him let him go. No, because sometimes it clicks. I have to just – I'm, I'm going around the map. I'm going around the map. You're like trying to dare oh Brown this God. shit right now. Let me see. Let me see. Mm, if you're here, sometimes I gotta take a, a hit if you off the know, pin. if you know Darren Brown, give me a hell yeah. Oh my god, he's an illusionist. How much time do I have? You have 30 seconds. 30 seconds, shit. or your hands are gonna disintegrate. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you guys now. <laughs> I'm making a guess, and I'm probably we wrong. We know at no, this these point. are guesses. Um, we know. No, but you know, I could, I could throw I something know. out and be right. Uh, Philadelphia. Um, ding. Oh, shit. Let's go. I don't know why Philly was that in my was head. his first oh. his first year in the league. Oh, boy, I got Philly. Games. I got one more to go. One no. more. One more. Oh my god. 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 Oh, my god. Oh, my god. Oh yeah. Okay. Do I get any hints? Can you ask the chat if I get any hints? Like in uh, terms of like. Uh, chat. Does he get any hints? Let's see. Uh, someone said three guesses. No, no, that's far too kind. Um, 
I would say, okay, fine. Three wrong guesses. That's fine. No, That's no, fine. No, I don't like that. Okay. Well, nobody Can... wants to give you a hint then. Okay. Okay. Yep, everyone's asking. You okay, uh, I know that doesn't seem right. And good job, Andrew. I got your email. That doesn't seem right. Way to be on it quick. Uh, I, I can guess or I could just tap out. I got seven of eight. Guess. I'll take it. Guess one guess. Orlando. Uh, you ready? Yeah. Charlotte. Really? Charlotte, 13 games. What? 2016, Dude. 17. It was his second season. Honestly, great one, Andrew. I miss Charlotte. That was good damn. job. Good damn. job, Andrew. That was a fun addition of, yeah. uh, of who he played for. Good job. So Christian Wood played on Charlotte, Milwaukee, New Orleans, Detroit, Houston, Dallas, the Lakers, of course, now in Philadelphia in the league. Correct. That was a really good one. Good job. Good yeah, no, great job. Congratulations on the tickets to the game. Um, that might be happening more throughout the season during night chats. How we give away the tickets, pretty damn random. So just enjoy the ride. Well, I got seven of eight. We round up. That's 87.5%. That's 90% in our books. That's why. That's not how. And when I get 90%, works. my title as the basketball mine sticks. So you congratulations. You literally have gotten like 50% at times, and you still get to call yourself the basketball mine. So, <sighs> Morgan. Yeah. You want to go around the league real fast, too? Yeah. There's some stuff. And this is great, too, because this is purely off. We've been working, watching Kings games. So I've barely seen anything else around the league. But I knew, do know there's some compelling stories. How about the fact that the Hornets beat the Hawks tonight? Trey Young was 4 of 19 in this game. The Hornets beat the... Whoa. Yes, yes. My mind had to process. And the leading scorer for the Hornets... P.J. Washington with 25 points. Uh, LaMelo Ball had 15 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds, Damn. 4 or 15 shooting for him. Okay. Uh, this is crazy. We know the Wizards are not going to be good this year. They put up 120 points. Good good for them. Yeah. The, the prob- so they won, right? No. Uh, the Pacers won by 23. <laughs> Indiana uh. scored 143 points tonight against the Wizards. They had... Oh, my God. Looking at this box score, Indiana had eight players in double figures. Halliburton had 20 points, 11 assists in the game. Bruce Brown led them in scoring in his first game with the Pacers. He had 24 points tonight for Indiana. And uh, Jordan Poole in his debut had 18 points on 7 of 18. Kyle Kuzma led the way with 25 points. But this Wizards team is going to be giving up a ton of points. Buddy Heal is coming off the bench? Buddy Heal is coming off the bench. Is that because he requested a trade in Bruce Brown or what? (laughs) You know, they have Ben Matherin too. I think they just like him as a bench player. No, I'm about that life. I I love it. But yeah, Indiana is going to be pretty explosive this year. I think it'll be really fun to watch. Yeah. But... 143 points? Like you said, that defense for the Washington Wizards isn't oh, going they're to gonna really be there. They're going to be a train wreck. Yep. They're going to be a train wreck. Which is surprising because I do. I feel like every team in this league is like, they've got players, it's going to be a tough game. It's Their team can still go off any given night. Yeah, but, you know? that's, but they're going to win when they're shooting well. And even then, it's it, they're just going to be an awful defensive team. Yep, yep, awful. yep. Uh, meanwhile, Boston, New York, it went down to the wire. The Celtics won 108 to 104. Porzingis in his first game, Morgan, 30 points, 
eight rebounds, four blocks for him in 38 minutes. Whoa. Tatum added 34 and 11, and they win by four, 108, 104 over the Knicks. Okay, now. Well, seriously, go. Porzingis, revenge game against yep. his former team yep. against the Knicks. That that Boston team, man. I mean, it it's that six man group is solid. And that's what everyone or I guess Boston was hoping to see and get out of Porzingis is this type of play. And you saw a little bit more of it happen last year with Washington. And so you could only hope that it was going to continue, especially when he was it's health. Well, that's that's what I was going to say. It's like, not only is it health that keeps him out, it's health that slows him down. It's at times. I think the other thing too, is like roles obviously matter so much in the league. When he was in doubt, when he got traded to Dallas, you know, it was with a young Luca Yeah, and it was like, Hey, you're the guy, but this guy's coming along. You guys are the co-stars. I feel like in Boston, I'm not saying there's not pressure. There's high stakes. They're trying to win a championship. But there's other super talented players on the team. Tatum, Brown, mm-hmm. Drew Holiday. Yep. Like three other guys who have played at an all-NBA level in this league or an all-star level. So I, I think in some ways it just it takes some pressure off him to play with just talented guys. And it's like he doesn't have to be the man. He can go out there and do what he does best and knock down shots, block some shots, and help defense, and he can have a productive year. It's really just going to be their depth, right? And especially yeah. when it does come to health. That's the thing. I don't trust their front court. It. And that that's, I think, well, their bench, they've got Horford coming off the bench now. So they started Derek White, Drew Holiday, Porzingis Tatum, and Jalen Brown. So Horford's coming off the bench. He played Hauser, Peyton Pritchard tonight, and uh, Cornette got a few minutes. But... Yeah, they're not deep. They they have like an injury. Yeah, it's going to hurt them big time. Yeah. Very tough. And that's one thing I like about the Kings. Going, Of course, I have to always go back to the Kings. Of course. Like, they, I feel like they have depth. Like tonight, they, Trey Lyles is a do. nice player. I love Trey Lyles. It was like, hey, it's okay. They've got other guys who could step up. Not even there yet. Right. Uh, uh, on the other hand, the Knicks, rough night. Randall, 5 of 22. Brunson, 6 of 21. Emmanuel quickly had 24 points in 28 minutes off the bench. Um, yeah, the Knicks, I just, I don't know about this squad. That's fair. I mean, I've even like seen like Dante DiVincenzo down there on the bench with his 15 minutes yeah. and just going scoreless. It's like... Though that's the type of addition that you were hoping could just yeah. give you something. Again, first game, we're going off of box scores. Didn't see the game. Yeah, that's what's fun about talking about this. We're just looking at some of the numbers tonight. We go back and watch like the next day. Uh, and we're like, play, oh my God, up. Dante DiVincenzo was actually really good, but didn't score. Another <laughs> game that was interesting because the Houston Rockets, right? Ime Udoka in town. Yeah. They got Van Vliet. They added Dylan oh, Brooks. Oh, yeah, I saw this. This is the only one I did see. Jesus. Dude, Orlando thumped them tonight, 116 to 86. Um, so gross. Yeah, this one wasn't close. Uh, 30, point, 30 point lead for the Magic. They didn't have to play their guys heavy minutes. I mean, they pretty much dominated this game from the jump tonight. Van Vliet, in his debut, played 34 minutes, 5 of 13 shooting. He had 14 points. Jalen Green, just two of 10 shooting in this game in 30 minutes of action. So a rough start for them. Shengun, by the way, 14 points, eight rebounds, six assists. I do think the Rockets are going to be better this year. 
Well, I. It's one game. Though, it Morgan. is one. No, it's absolutely one game. I mean, that's an ugly one game. You know, it's really bad. It's, just, it's that's really an ugly one game. Yeah, no, and I, I definitely think it. They're still going to be better, but that is like, that's a that's that's a Orlando's bad fun. way to start when you're already when everyone's already being like, oh yeah, Houston could be better. Just a bad way to start. Um, with Orlando. I think we've talked about them for the last couple of years now, too, of like, oh, internally, like, the, young, getting better together. They have some solid pieces. Um, we know what Vag- uh, Wagner can do. And I just, I love what he adds with his size. And um, he's so smart. He sees the floor. I mean, yeah. Obviously talking be- about Franz and not his brother, Mo, who's also on the team. Right. So Franz Wagner, who obviously starts in <laughs> Mo. Who- I just thought you like Moe's. I just thought you were a big. No. Okay. I mean, I just figured everyone knew what I was talking about, no, but you're I right. Don't. It's very smart to actually say that when <laughs> they're kidding. both on the same damn team. Side note, uh, another game that happened tonight. Uh, Cleveland wins by one. They beat the Nets 114 to 113. Cam Thomas, Morgan. Yeah. Remember how many games last year he just had those amazing finishes? He scored so fast tonight. He ends up with 36 points Jeez. in 25 minutes. Jeez. That just guy gets, I, I don't it. think I've ever seen a player just who gets that hot randomly. Like we've talked about Clay before, where, yeah. he, oh my God, yeah. Steph. All, but that's random. Cam like, Thomas just well, like, here's like a 40 point game, and then he follows it up with like three. On. And when I say it's random, like he's done it, you know, so it's not super random, but yeah, Dude. it's not all the time. Yeah. Bucket uh, getter, professional bucket getter, 36 points for him. Ben Simmons, boo, that's sad. We want to play a game with the chat real fast. And yeah. if you don't know, it's okay, don't answer. Um, who do you think the leading scores were tonight for the Cleveland Cavaliers? I don't know. They both had the same amount of points. That's why I'm saying leading scores. So if you're to guess. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is one of them. Okay. 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 Any other guesses for the next one? <laughs> no. It's going to be random, isn't it? This player not only was tied for the lead in oh. scoring tonight, he had a double-double. 27 points, 12 rebounds. Mm-hmm. For Max Struess? That's, well. 12 rebounds for Struess in his fi- debut? I almost forgot that he was even on the Cavs. So that's uh, good for him. Good for, and they get Insane. the win. And they get the one-point win. Yeah. He he knocked down seven of thirteen from three in the one point win. Uh, ben Simmons, who I'm like super excited about on the Nets this year because I saw some good things. Uh, he had four points. I know, but he had ten, ten rebounds boards. and nine assists. Yeah, and that's I mean that's again I I would I want to see him play a little bit more, but um, dropping dimes, making you know teammates better, making plays like you want to see that. What else can he add? You want him to score, but. He might just be what he is. Um, Detroit played a tight game with Miami. 103-102 in this game. Bam out of Iowa with 22 points. Random numbers in the game for the Pistons I like. Jalen Duran. We saw him in the summer league. He's gotten a lot oh, wow. better. I mean, he was the youngest player in the NBA last year. He had 17 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, and 4 blocks tonight. Dude, he's such a big dude. But, I mean... The 14 rebounds you'd expect from him, the four yeah. blocks, wow, that's great. The 17 points. Yeah, I that's mean, what I'm saying, just man. Adding that, adding that to his game is going to be huge. I, I really like him. 
And then his teammate, the rookie, Asar Thompson. Is that how you say it? I, think I messed so. it up. I, I went to look it up just now because Amen uh, and Asar. Asar Thompson, uh, of course, made his NBA debut tonight. He actually led the team in blocks. He had five of his own. Dude, the Thompson twins are such athletic freaks. I don't think the other twin, Amon, had a great night, though. With the... no, He came off the bench with the Rockets. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, no one in Houston had a good night. His brother played, <laughs> yeah. had eight points, five rebounds, oh. two assists, three oh. of 10 shooting, and 21 minutes off the bench. Uh, Asar did start for the Pistons, and that's... Uh, the final numbers for him, he had four points, seven rebounds, three assists, five blocks, wow. one of seven shooting. Um, a couple of interesting numbers, too, from that game. Cade Cunningham back, 30-point game for him. I'm interested to go back and watch that game. He also had nine assists. Jaden Ivey only played 17 minutes, huh. four points on one of seven shooting. Marvin Bagley played 16 minutes, eight points, eight rebounds for Off him. Off the bench, yeah. too. Okay. That's probably the most Pistons that anyone listening to our podcast has heard in the last like decade we're not going to talk more pistons we're gonna talk the nba you know yeah. we're trying to do that at the end of these night chats a little bit more too because we love the league and we're like we got to sprinkle in some other stuff um since it's a busy night in the league let's keep it going it's weird to see this score it is in 2023 it is the raptors scored 97 points and won 97 to 94 i don't even have to watch this game to tell you this might be the ugliest game of the night the raptors shot 40 percent from the field um, the Minnesota T-Wolves followed it up shooting 34%. They were 34 of 100 tonight. Cat was 8 of 25. Edwards was 8 of 27. First game. First. And I only I only say that. I'm saying that to remind myself, too. Like, Ooh. when you see such shitty basketball early on, you just sometimes go, okay, yeah, everyone's still trying to get a feel with each other on the floor. I mean, again. Yeah. Both teams shot like Did not shit. Watch. Yeah. My God. But I can tell you that. A Schroeder, 22 points for him, seven assists in his debut as a starting point guard for the Raptors this year. OG, the future king. Why does it say that in the box score? It doesn't. OG, the future king, 20 points, six rebounds, three blocks, two steals. So dumb. Wow. Siakam was just five of 17. Yeah. How do you feel about Minnesota this year? Do you feel... I feel like this team is like. Is what? You know how I feel about Cat. I'm not trying to venture yeah, yeah, into yeah, that yeah. land. But I do feel like their next path is probably to make a big move like that and ship Cat. And it would be a massive deal. Probably not something that gets done this deadline. They probably have to be in the offseason if they do that way. I just, I don't. When you've got Gobert and Cat making all that money. I th this should just be Ant's team. Remember, remember how long it took the the Kings organization to look at Demarcus Cousins and go like, yeah, like it's time. To it's move. time. And the reason, part of the reason why they had such a hard time parting ways is because like he was such a talented pig, yeah. but it did not translate into winning basketball, and it wasn't ever going to translate into winning basketball at least on the Kings. Like maybe somewhere else. Um, but obviously then injuries started creeping up and everything. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. When I look at someone like Kat, I feel like when you see his special talent, it's hard to be able to be like, we need to break up with this or someone else is going to have this and they're going to do better with having this guy on their squad. That would be really hard to like, to, to, I don't know, I, no, to it's realize yes. and, and, yes. and have that happen. But at the same time, I'm with you. Do it. A uh, God do of it. Disco in the chat says, Taking the far other end of this, I watched the game. Ooh. Ooh, I love it. He says, 
you know, they are very good defensive teams, and Ant Man is really good. I okay. see this team succeeding. Ant is amazing, giving him the key, give him the keys. I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, look. And that's our point of trading cat, like finding other pieces yeah. that work around Ant. Especially when you have a seven footer and Rudy yes. Gobert. 97, 94, that game. Yikes. OKC wins by 20 over the Bulls, 124 to 104. SGA 31. 10 assists, 5 rebounds. Chet made his NBA debut. There was a funny moment. Well, actually, it was it was funny because he wasn't hurt, but um, Andre Drummond took it in transition, and Chet kind of tripped, and was like, oh, did he drop him? But it almost looked like he got hurt at first. He popped up. He was fine. Uh, but Chet ended up with 11 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 of 7 shooting in his NBA debut. Rookie, yeah, rookie of the year, right there. Bulls losing at twenty on their home floor in the opener. Oh, uh, Pelicans! They beat the Memphis Grizzlies one eleven to one oh four. Zion is back. He had twenty three points, seven rebounds, three assists. Played thirty two minutes. That was good to see him play thirty two. Uh, they win tonight. Marcus Smart in his Memphis debut, seventeen points, six of eleven shooting. Bain dropped thirty one points in the loss. That team. The Memphis team, I'm just like, it's interesting. without Steven Adams. Uh-huh. And of course, they lose a big piece for 25 games and John Moran. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just not vibing with them. I, I think even looking at tonight, Tillman, man, he had a big game, 17 and 12. But, you Look, know. Jaron yeah, Jackson Jr., I know. five fouls. That's, that's the one. That's that's the one that I think people will go like, he, he defensive player of the year, all these things. And I go, I mean, you're. I, you're not staying on the floor with five fouls. And I don't mean that no disrespect because I think no, it is. It there's no, so fun. much I, that he does so well. Jaron Jackson. I, I, I want, I'm trying to be careful here because there's aspects of his game that I like. I'm like a guy who's his size, who has some shooting ability and can block some shots. It's a nice piece to have. Yeah. With that said, I think he is beyond overrated as a defender. He's a great piece to have, but like, Defensive he, he's overrated because people year? make Who's him overrated. Sh- yeah, I mean, he yeah. won Defensive Player of the Year. Ex- I mean, I'm just saying, like, the people voted him, and I'm like, yeah. I just don't get it. I, like, I I'm watch him, you. and I'm like, it's just, he doesn't rebound well enough. He fouls all the time. That's not good defense if you're fouling all the time. Like, part of def- is, like, finishing off the play with a defensive yeah. rebound, right? But, like he's, in, in- but he does, look... That's the other thing. He does block some shots. I just think there's so much more to defense than just shots. You know, he hit five tonight. There, no, and that's yeah. that's people's issues sometimes when they look at like what defines defense for them, and they think like even Davion Mitchell as a defender, they're they're like that's that's just purely great defense. When sometimes there's really good defense out there that doesn't have those qualities of shot blocking of, um, you know, elite on ball defense. There's just so many other things that a really good, great, even great defender can do that just doesn't stick out, but it's there. I don't know. He's a, he's a good player. Effort plays. Yeah. I agree. I think he gets put into a different category at times that I just don't totally vibe with. And I feel like I didn't explain that. Right. So like, no, I, Got you. No, 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 I'm just saying it for myself. Like, we'll try again then. What do you? I'll 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 try it when my brain works a little better. But I'm like I'm like yeah, I don't like the way I wear that. I'll figure that out. Uh, the Pelicans, man, I, I I I that's another team with a big question mark. Where if healthy, you just look at their pieces. You look at the start they had last year. Of course, they're shorthanded right now. Trey Murphy is out for a minute. But man, 
Zion when he plays. B.I., C.J. You know, Alvarado's still out for them. He's still out? Yeah. He, Damn. Yeah. yeah, so... The way you just look at some of these rosters, and you're just like, "This is brutal." This is there's a lot of talented teams out there. Okay, uh, a couple more before we get on out of here. Morgan, Dallas beats San Antonio one twenty six to one nineteen in Victor Wembanyama's debut. Mm. Victor had fifteen points, five rebounds on six of nine shooting. He played twenty three minutes, and I think that's a number that people have to realize could be more likely. You see that, you know, at least early in the season, he, they're trying to watch his minutes. He did have five fouls as well in this game, but um, Victor plays 23 minutes. The big that I think got the most attention, though, Derek Lively coming off the Mavs bench with a double-double. Lob threat, had some nice finishes inside, 16 points, 10 rebounds on 7 of 8 shooting in 31 minutes. For Kings fans, Rashawn Holmes did not play in the Mavs season opener. Oh, my God. Neither did Jaden Hardy. In that huh. game, Luca had a triple double, 33 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists, and Kyrie had 22. Wow. And Seth Curry is even just down there on the bench, mm-hmm. four minutes. He only played four minutes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, gotta watch I that. I think the Spurs are gonna be fun. They're young. I, I think they'll be up and down for sure, just like any young team, but they're gonna be fun, or Wemby's gonna be fun. No, I think they have fun. Like, I like Hilton Johnson. That's Vassell's nice. I, that's fine. Yeah. But, yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to be bad. Yes, yeah, I agree. They're yeah. going to be bad. Speaking of bad, Portland's going to be bad. They lost to the Clippers tonight, 123 to 111. A rough debut for Scoot Henderson. Uh, he started, I think, 0 for 6 at one point. He did finish 5 of 11, 11 points, 4 assists, 3 rebounds on 5 of 11 shooting in 36 minutes. Malcolm Brogdon, the reigning sixth man of the year at 20 points off the bench for the Blazers. But they struggled with the Clippers, who had three players with 20 or more, including Kawhi Leonard. 23 points. Zubats with 20 and 12. Okay. And 27 points for Paul George. DeAndre Ayton's debut, uh, four points, 12 rebounds, five fouls in 23 minutes. Rob Williams played 23 minutes as well. He had 10.7 rebounds and three steals. All right. First game. First night of the NBA. First Ayo. real night of the NBA is in the books. It was fun. That was super fun. Shout out to everyone who's joined us tonight. Shout out to Logan who just donated 10 bucks saying, I may be dumb at the end of the third quarter. Fox drew a foul, but not and one. There was a tech called and Utah shot one free throw. Why did Fox only get to shoot one free throw after that and not two? Logan, wow, Logan. appreciate the question. I don't know why and- that's not... <laughs> jogging in my memory i'd have to go back and watch but i appreciate the super chat we appreciate everyone hanging out with us thank you hope you guys enjoyed a little bit of nba conversation of course as we continue to watch more teams we dive deeper into the league as well but the kings get a win the kings get a win but also you guys we are doing nba night chats as well so like um we'll make sure to be putting them out there if you guys turn on your notifications you'll see whenever we go live after just a night of nba games a non-kings night and just so we're making sure that we're always talking some nba on the way out make sure to hit the thumbs up make sure you're subscribed as well if you're listening on spotify or apple Podcasts, do us a favor drop us a review it helps us grow also go to do get our merch use promo code beam 15 beam 15 15. you get 15 percent off love you guys so 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 much but we gots to go that's a really good beam
It's a really good beam. That's a really good beam. Love Ugh, you guys. Love you guys. You all have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much for being here. Sleepies. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.